map. Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in this climbing the standard ranked ladder. Today I have with me card game queen Dragon Rider. Uh, and we unfortunately are still missing Kat this week, but hopefully, fingers crossed, next week we'll have her back. And uh, it's me, Smarms. So uh, excited to do this today. Uh, yes. And, um, you know, we, we've obviously been talking before the show about what we want to talk about. And uh, I think there's some exciting stuff. So do you want to jump into the poll, last week's poll question? Yes, yes. So thank you to everyone who did vote in last week's poll question. We had 25 votes. Uh, we asked you, which class are you most excited about following the changes? Uh, so the most popular answer at 48% was Warrior. So lots of people excited for Warrior, which definitely understandable when uh, Warrior has not been that great for a long time now. <laughs> Uh, then we had 40% of people excited for Warlock. Yeah, I know Sins of Symphony was something that people were very excited for when that was uh, revealed. So uh, hopefully seeing a lot of that. Nobody, not a single person voted for Paladin. Poor Paladin. I mean, it's it was doing fine and it's been doing fine for a while. So I think people are kind of like, Meh. No, it's yeah, whatever. Uh, but we did have a couple of people, 12% of you, uh, put in a vote for other. And we had two people comment. So thank you to those uh, two of you that commented. We had Exhibit, who commented Demon Hunter. And then also being Rachel said, I'm most excited that Spell DH took a pretty big nerf. So yeah, makes sense. Uh, people seem to be maybe excited that DH is... Uh, potentially getting that nerf a little bit so that other things can become a little bit, uh, you know, more popular in the meta. Well, that's the thing. I think that, um, you know, the Hearthstone team kind of realized is that Demon Hunter, it might not have been beating everything, but it felt terrible to play against. And so, you know, needing to balance that, not just with its power level, but like people just actively shutting out of the game after they've played against a Demon Hunter deck, I imagine was a pretty big problem. So good on them for <laughs> changing things up. Yeah, yeah. I think there's always going to be people that just when they hit those certain matchups, they're going to be like, nah, I'm I'm done. <laughs> they're just going to like close out of the game. Um, we'll see. You know, I'm I'm sure that there's there's always one deck that's kind of going to be that that big bad Big bad demon, in this case, demon hunter. Big bad, you know, uh, just boogeyman in the meta. Um, but again, you know, thank you to everyone who voted uh, in last week's poll question. And we will have another poll question at the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got some news. Blizzard's social team temporarily posted revealing an upcoming card from the mini set. Um, so... The mini set you were talking about is typically released after the Heroic Brawlesium, which starts tomorrow, which is a Wednesday, the 24th. And so, you know, combine those two factors, probably mini set pretty soon is what we're thinking. Pretty much. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people talking about it, too. Like even when the Heroic Brawlesium was first announced, people were like, well, that probably means mini set like not long after, um, which I think lines up right in terms of the... Uh, release cycle anyways of usually they have the expansion about two months later the mini set and then two months after that the next expansion and you know end of may early june is like right at 
that two month mark. So seems like it lines up in like all of the aspects, except for the fact that they did reveal something early. Oops. Uh, <laughs> they took it down pretty quickly from what I understand. So uh, yeah, that's that, that was an oopsie. Um, but you know, it's, it's happened before. Uh, you just kind of got to be like, well, oop, oops, uh, and take it down and move on. <laughs> well, that's got to be such the hard part of doing like co- knowing confidential and information while doing socials for a company. Like I cannot imagine trying to keep track of like what time, what people are supposed to know what. And like combine that with they've got, you know, the creator program, which might not have all the information in it, but it's going to get more than like general public. So, you know, trying to trying to keep that balancing is really hard. But um, I don't know. I almost yeah. don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Some people are going to be more excited about hearing about this stuff early. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah there, it's just... There's always that like hype that it generates, right? Like one way or another, like plus, like I said, that that kind of means like mini sets probably coming soon. Right. So if people are like, eh, I'm really tired of this meta, I want to shake up, you know, I want like these patches. If people haven't been very thrilled with the changes in the patches, you know, maybe they're just ready for new cards. Like that could be kind of like that little ray of hope that like things are coming soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if anybody else has tried also like scheduling stuff on Twitter, but sometimes it's not the greatest. I'll tell you. And I don't know why, like, you know, whatever. Things have changed with the website. We'll just say that. And uh, I don't know why. You're you're too nice. I'm here to say Elon Musk is maybe the worst CEO that's ever existed. And all of his companies survived despite him being in charge. Anyways, back to you. You you can't even schedule. You used to be able to schedule um, like an entire thread. Like if you had, you know, a thread that was like four or five posts all together like you used to be able to type them up and schedule it can't do that now uh you used to be able to schedule poll questions uh hello that was very nice for you know setting up for like our show every single week because we would record and then i would like try to uh just set up the poll question after like as we recorded or whatever and i would schedule it so that i wouldn't forget like i had a couple weeks ago and yeah, guess what? You can't do that anymore. You haven't been able to post those for a while. You can't schedule those things. So it's like, oh my gosh. And then also, usually if you if you just post a tweet, it will just auto default to like posting immediately, right? But if you try to go in and schedule, it's just like you have to be very, very careful that you set the correct date and the correct time. Because even when scheduling, I have screwed that up too. I go to set it for a certain date and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, it's like five days later or whatever. And I'm like, why did this thing about this tournament that I'm casting not post? And then I go in, well, and you can't even see your freaking scheduled tweets either unless you go to tweet deck. So you have to use a different freaking site. You can't even use the main Twitter site. It's just so dumb. And then like I go into tweet deck and I'm like, huh? Well, this is posted for two weeks from now instead of this week. What the hell? <laughs> like, so, yeah, it, it feels pretty easy to make that kind of mistake. And I can't imagine the amount of stuff that that 
you know, the people on the like social team are trying to juggle in terms of making sure that things are posted correctly. And then making sure that like, also when you're posting, you're adding like the alt text. I've been doing that for, I don't even know, a year, year and a half now myself. Like every time I post a tweet, I always put alt text on images and stuff. I didn't even know that they had an accessibility thing like that. Oh God, now I need to go back and edit all of mine because like, I know, um, you know, like, uh, um, you know, I know Instagram will let me do that and a few other places, but Twitter has been a bit hard to navigate since I've gotten on it. Yeah, you know, it's and- it's not like very obvious. I, I feel like it's obvious for me now because I use it so often that like I know exactly where to look. But if you are inserting an image or like a GIF or something like that, you can put alt text on it so that anybody who might be using like a screen reader or something, you know, who can't, who is blind, let's say, uh, it will be able to capture that text and be able to screen read that for them um, so that they kind of know what the image is. Um, It's in the same part of like, you can go in and you can crop images as well on Twitter. So it's in that same category, but there's like, you have to click on the little tab it's it's weird but yeah so i mean trying to like make sure that when you're making these social posts for like a you know a big brand like this right that you have all of the correct information on the tweet you have all of the correct like dates or info you have the correct images you have the correct alt text you have the correct um scheduled date and time and like all of that like it's a lot of moving parts just for one tweet that people are going to look at for like five minutes and then forget about, right? Like it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Um, I will say even I saw, it's not just Blizzard that has done this, by the way, if you're like, oh, see Blizzard sucks. Uh, Just today, I saw the Legends of Runeterra team also mistyped their tweets about the patch that went out for Legends of Runeterra. So like they had to redo the tweet. It linked to the correct patch notes, but their description of what the patch was, was wrong. So they had to like redo the tweet. <laughs> so like it's, it, yeah, it happens a lot. Right. So it's not just Blizzard and yeah, I, I feel bad for that person and I hope they didn't get in too much trouble, but you know, on the other side, like I said, it's, it's kind of creating some buzz. People are talking about it. Pe- you know, some people might be trying to avoid it, but there's definitely a lot of interest in and hype that it's kind of created. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I know this is a bit tangentially related, but I just realized you and I pronounce you pronounce it, I think, heroic Brawlisium. And then yes. I pronounce it heroic Brawlisia. And like um and it's just I like, okay, I <laughs> mysteries of the English language and fantasy words within it. Have you seen the but... show Psych? Yes. All right. Well, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, yeah. So it, it's fine. I, we all know what we're talking about. You could just say heroic brawl and then not even like, you know, acknowledge the second half of the word. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's yep. totally fair. Um, all right. So moving on, I was hoping that you would tell us a bit about how TCGCon in Denver went. That is so many letters right in a row. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I I will say, like, we kind of, you mentioned about coming up with our topic. 
And then we said, what if we just do like all of the topics, essentially? (laughs) So uh, the rest of our show is now basically what we're calling our laundry list of things that we want to talk about. Uh, So yeah, the first thing is TCGCon Denver. Uh, I mentioned that I went um, myself, my husband, and anybody maybe knows uh, Basting from, she's on the THL board. Uh, She is our Amber Flight Gaming um, Pokemon team lead. Uh, she actually came down, drove here to our house, and then we all went down to TCG Con Denver, uh, and it was so much fun. It was, I was telling you before the show, it's like, it was so cool to be like in person at an event again, because it's been so long since I've like more, it's been like more than three years, right? <laughs> so it's been a long time since I've been at an in-person event and just getting to be like around other people who were like also excited about the game that you're there for and, and all of that. Just so awesome. And like getting to meet other people, um, you know, we do this show, like we get on camera and chat with each other every week. So like that makes things a little bit better, but sometimes it's difficult even when you get to chat with other people um, you know, on Discord or on Twitter or whatever, you don't get that like face-to-face interaction, which sometimes is great because, you know, social anxiety is also a thing. I am, I, I have gotten very comfortable in these like uh, audio formats or even on stream or casting. I feel a lot more awkward when I'm in person, <laughs> I will say. Um, I seem very confident now, right? Like a lot of people are like, oh, you're so like outgoing and 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 uh, vocal. And I'm like, yeah, no, just wait until you see me in person. And I'm like, uh, avoid eye contact. Oh yeah, like I don't talk very loud. Uh, <laughs> so I feel kind of awkward, but like it was still so much fun. Uh, Unfortunately, the second day, I had a terrible, terrible migraine that literally, like, it put me in so much pain that, like, I had to get up several times from one of my matches and go run to the bathroom and throw up. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I know. And then I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm like coming back, like, from the bathroom after just throwing up. But I'm all telling my opponent, I'm so sorry. So sorry. (laughs) Like, taking time away from our match. Uh, But... Uh, other than that, like it was, it was just so much fun. We got to play the game. Um, I got, you know, a lot of like pictures. I tried to take some like little video clips. Um, I got to interview. So we, we were there and we played Soul Forge Fusion. Um, there was no like Hearthstone or really any digital card games there, unfortunately. But, um, you know, just got to like hang out with other people. I interviewed the person that ran the tournament. So I got, you know, I did like a, a five minute interview with him. Um, so I'm going to be posting that on like my YouTube, you know, just trying to, to get some more stuff out. Um, and it was so funny. Like I didn't expect to like win at all. Um, but I hoped that I would at least win one game. No, that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, it kind of, oh, what was that? This was the first time you were playing this game in person with like, against well actual opponents right yeah yeah and like to be fair i really only kind of started like actually learning the game and playing it like two weeks before the event so like i'm very new to it like i if you were having migraines um i don't i hope none of like 
you know, the people listening out there have to deal with migraines. But um, it's amazing that you were able to do anything. A lot of times when I have a migraine, I'm just in a dark room and that's all I can manage. So the fact that you were even attempting to play, kudos to you. That shows way more like stick to itness than I've ever had. It was like the, I'm sitting there in like, pounding headache cold sweat like trying not to like throw up on the table and I'm just like oh this is so embarrassing and I'm just like (sighs) I'm like I probably look like absolute crap right and I'm like I'm putting my head in my hands and I'm just like oh my god I'm like everyone probably knows that I'm like sick or something you know and then I'm sitting there thinking I don't I'm not wearing my mask right now like I hope that like people don't think that I'm like sick sick it's just a migraine but like it it literally is so much pain that it causes my body to throw up and like this happens I I get these a couple times a month so bad that they make me throw up like every time this is nothing new to me but you know I'm like of course like the worst timing to happen I'm like oh no don't do this uh but I'm just sitting there like like mortified in a way right I'm just like this is just embarrassing you know and I'm like, Ugh. that's the thing that like, like, I think a lot of people don't get about like having like semi-chronic issues like migraines tend to be um, of like, you don't realize how bad it is until you have a new person witness it. And then you're like, oh, uh, oh, no, this is clearly not how a human's supposed to behave. Uh Oh, and then it's like, obviously, you shouldn't be embarrassed. It's a migraine well out of your control. But I've certainly gone through the same thing of like, oh, my God, I bet everyone thinks I'm like an asshole like I think I wore sunglasses inside one time and everyone's like everyone hates me because I'm being an asshole and it's like no I'm just wearing sunglasses inside because I have a migraine this is fine like this is this is okay it'll be fine Uh, yeah well and then you know you add that like overanalyzing things onto it right like no one is probably even paying attention they're all playing their own match they're all doing their own thing right and I'm sitting here like everyone at the table just is looking at me thinking I'm just like this like sick like woman that's just sitting there all like frail at the table like you know about to pass out or something like you know and I'm just like uh and then I'm sitting there thinking nobody even cares like nobody's looking at me <laughs> like you know there's this is this is not a big thing um but yeah but other than that I mean it was it was an absolute blast there was a lot of cool stuff to like go check out at you know um vendors and stuff like just a bunch of cards all over the place like if you're a magic the gathering fan we did see some black lotuses that were say for sale i mean they were like you know 10 grand but you know yeah black lotus is like a very very expensive card (laughs) um lots of moxes um but yeah like it was cool to like walk around check that stuff out there was um some people doing cosplay even like one person doing a really cool cosplay um and just, you know, like, uh, it was it was kind of funny, too, the first day. So it was a Saturday, Sunday. The first day, there was also at that location, or like, you know, another part of that um, complex, right? It's, like, kind of like one of the convention center things where they have different, like, halls and different buildings and stuff. There was also a graduation going on. So it was so funny because you could see, like, these i think they were high i think it was a high school graduation 
So it was like you could see the people like walking in their cap and gown and like their families with them, like dressed all nice. And then you just see other people in like slacks and like button, you know, unbuttoned shirts with like a backpack carrying like a card game box, you know, or like, you know, you just see and you're like, okay, well, like, I, I know this is, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. You could tell who the nerds were, but also at the same time, you're like, I'm with my people. Like, <laughs> so it was also kind of great. He's, you know, and we're like, Hmm. We're, so we're like just sitting there waiting for it to open. And we're like, okay, they're dressed really nicely. They're here. Oh, well, that person has a bouquet of flowers. Okay, they're here for the graduation. You're like, oh, that person's got a backpack and they have a Yu-Gi-Oh shirt on. All right, they're here for the TCG con. <laughs> like, it was just like, I don't know, that like fun people watching. Like, <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of this show that like Nathan Fillion created, I think. Um, and it was like about a convention or like uh, actors that go to conventions. Like it was like a fictional show, but like probably very much about like, you know, Nathan Fillion having been so huge in um, Firefly that like went to a lot of conventions for a while. Um, And there was one where like they thought this lady was part of the convention that they were going to. And then there was like, turns out this is real dumb, Uh, but go and watch the show. It's hilarious. Um, But they thought like, so she was part of this like, uh, like very realistic looking dolls convention that was like happening next door. And it's, it was very funny. So I can see how like in real life that would also play out to be kind of hilarious, even if not, um, not as weird as like a, you know, real doll collection, you know, graduation seems like a lot more normal than that. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it was great. And like, it was, it was really cool to, uh, you know, I, I know that this is a standard Hearthstone podcast. And we've spent a bit of time talking about this. But, like, I haven't played a physical card game now in probably a good 12, almost 13 years. So, like, it was really cool to kind of be back in, like, the physical card game, you know, space and see people, like, carrying their deck boxes and people having dice and, like, little tokens and counters and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and that is something that I don't have with Hearthstone. You know, like, you definitely have the ease of playing, right? Like, you can just play Hearthstone wherever, on your phone, you know, you don't have to track your own health or your minion's health or, like, anything like that. Um, but there there was something really cool about just, like, sitting there and actually, like, touching the cards and moving the dice. And, like, I don't know, I guess maybe that's, like, my ADHD thing where it's, like, there was a lot of moving parts. So I got to, you know, I was constantly moving my hands around, right? Like moving the dice, changing the numbers, um, putting down a card, um, drawing the cards on the turns, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was like, I felt like physically and mentally I was engaged the whole time. Um, Whereas like with Hearthstone, it's like, once my turn is over, I'm just kind of like, okay, what are we doing now? You know, like, look at the ceiling, look at chat, twiddle my thumbs, pet the dog, you know, (laughs) like, then I'm like, oh, oh, it's my turn again. Okay. You know, uh, where it feels like there's that disconnect. Yeah. I used to play Hearthstone and Fortnite at the same time where I would like play in like I would be in Fortnite and then I like whenever my Hearthstone turn would come up I would just go hide in a bush because Fortnite is mainly 12 year olds and turns out they're not really good at like looking in corners of rooms or in the bushes um so like 
you know, then I could just play my Hearthstone turn and then put that back down. And honestly, um, probably made my ADHD infinitely worse, but it was so much fun. I, you yes. know, before I started tryharding at Hearthstone, it was a good time. Yes, yes. Well, you know what? Okay, I, I feel like this is a good segue into the next topic, which is, I will say, so I was, I did plan on putting out a video and talking about the um, changes because last week on the show we talked about, okay, there's these changes coming up, right? We have um, nerfs and some buffs and it was originally scheduled to release Thursday. So I was like, cool, Thursday morning, we'll get the patch notes. The patch will come out. I can do a video talking about the changes before uh, Based shows up at my house on Thursday afternoon. It's like, this is going to be perfect. And then like, I kind of do some stuff. I do some more cleaning. I get ready. And then like, I, I'm all like, I do my makeup. I sit down at the computer to do the video. And then I'm like, where's the notes? Where's the patch notes? <laughs> and then I found out they'd been delayed until Friday. I was like, oh, crap. Well, Friday, we were driving down to Denver. And then we were, you know, so I was like, do I really want to bring like my webcam, set up my microphone? Do I want to do like all this stuff and then wait till we get to the hotel room Friday afternoon, get all situated, pull all that stuff out just to record a quick video about that. And I was like, ultimately I decided no. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I would, I was going to try to record even just something from my phone, you know, and just be like, Hey, here's my thoughts on the patch notes, whatever. Um, we saw them, like we pulled them up and based and I chatted a little bit about it, like in the car while we were driving. Uh, cause that's when they got released, but that was it. And then by the time it was like, we finally got to Denver, we got to the hotel. Then she ended up hanging out with a friend. Um, my husband and I went and had some dinner and I came back and then I was like, no, my, like my brain is not going to be functioning enough to like actually do a video right now <laughs> talking about the patch notes. I was just too tired. Uh, so I didn't end up doing that. Um, but in addition to that, I also didn't touch Hearthstone until today <laughs> on my stream. So I have a whopping, you know, I guess four hours maybe today of the meta. So we can talk a little bit real quickly about like the changes that happened and how the metas felt. I'm sure you, did you get a chance to play since Friday and play some standard? I've played some. I will say I haven't fully gotten back into the swing of things. I've been lucky for where I'm at. Uh, Totem Shaman is still doing okay. And since I'm comfortable with that, like, I'm not sure that I felt as much of a difference as like I've seen other people who had to play different class, you know, who played different classes have felt. Um, but like, it is hugely noticeable, like how different it is. Like I was looking at the stats on Hearthstone Replay earlier today, like, um, I think freaking Enrage Warrior is one of the like tier one decks in top like thousand legend. I'm like, this is just, it's clearly shaken a lot of things up. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of been interesting. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been really interesting. I feel like, uh, from what I played today and what I've seen people like talking about, um, definitely, yeah, Warrior has been on the rise for sure. Uh, I will also say, um, 
Death Knight is in a weird place for me, like, and from what I've seen chat-wise, because at first, like, when things happened on Friday, and then I was trying to follow a little bit on social media, like, while we were driving and at stops and stuff, um, and then people were saying, like, okay, it's just a bunch of blood decay and then frost decay, like, Unholy was just gone, and then today people are like, nah like blood decay isn't really there like it's frost decay and holy decay and i'm like what and then when i was playing i saw maybe maybe one unholy decay but it was mostly blood decays and then i saw like one frost decay i was like i don't know what's happening right (laughs) and then like there wasn't very many rogues uh like miracle rogues i will say i saw one i think rogue and that was it um So I definitely, for me, saw a decrease in rogues. Uh, So I would say for me, that was the big thing. And then I didn't see like any spell demon hunter uh, as well. So that definitely did kind of seem to go away. I do think that like, you're right. Some of those, I didn't have to play much against Miracle Rogues because I do know that that was like a um, better player kind of thing than where I'm consistently at. Um, so I didn't have to go against many of them, but like, it does seem like they've kind of, there's a lot more options of what you can go against. Once again, like I'm, I haven't played probably as much as I typically would have like in a like usual week, but it does seem to have a wider berth of like what is good. And that is the other funny thing is, you know, once again, talking about like looking through the stats on, um, Hearthstone replay is for every different like you know like platinum and like gold and legend each of those has something that's performing like it changes dramatically from like each tier so it's kind of an interesting thing to see because like typically like yeah you might get something a little bit different at top legend but up until then typically most of this good decks would be performing about the same and it just doesn't feel like that's the case anymore it feels like really dependent on where you are Yeah, and that's a really interesting thing. Like, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm not sure if it necessarily is good or bad. Um, You know, there's just kind of multiple aspects to it, right? Like, depending on where you are, that could be good or bad, right? If you're like, well, I'm watching these high-level players, but that's not what I'm seeing, and I don't know how to play against the stuff I'm seeing, that could be kind of bad. But if you're like hey, I don't want to be playing against the things that the top level people are playing against. I want to be playing against people who are playing stuff that's more like my level. That's probably good. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. Um, I, I will say I did see a little bit more warrior myself as well today. Um, I, I think one thing that the warrior, like this um, enraged warrior has going for it, uh, I think it was Thor. I think is his uh, gamer tag initially posted last week, actually, I think right before the patch, uh, a an enraged warrior that was running the, uh, oh gosh, now I'm going to forget the name, uh, the 3-2 that when you play a spell, it deals damage to everything. Oh, I know who you're talking about. No idea on the name, though. Like the brain drawn a blank here. Um, I know there there's someone listening right now that is just like screaming the name. They're like, ah! <laughs> Feel free to tag us in the tweet about what the name actually is, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, just everybody start tweeting at us uh, just the name of the card and that it will be hilarious. Uh, 
Just people forget it. this conversation has even happened. Yeah, that's it. Just put the name of the card and nothing else, like no context. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, so it's um, that was kind of being included before the patch, and it's definitely been, I would say, almost a staple. Now, um, I've seen some people kind of also calling it like Fire Warrior, uh, just because it does kind of lean a little bit into some of those fire spells, kind of having. Um, you know, a lot of like additional buffs, having things damaged on the board to work with the uh, weapon. There's like a lot of synergies. And I will say with those type of buffs, um, not only in hand, but again, from the weapon, having things on board uh, that get buffed, it also makes it a little bit harder because uh, for like decks to clear some of those things because of the changes to things like the predation now only dealing two damage instead of three. Uh, the, um, oh gosh, uh, the other Demon Hunter card, I believe got changed as well. Was it Sinful Brand? Yeah, Sinful Brand only dealing one now instead of dealing two every time. So uh, you know, that doesn't quite do as much. Um, and there's just not quite as much, uh, board removal, I think with some of the decks, there is some in control priest, which I think is kind of the other deck that has started to rise. And the harmonic pop is the removal spell now that I think is really doing a lot of work. Uh, against some of these decks like Warrior or um, Curse Imp Block is kind of coming about again. I know some people are still... I was playing some Relic DH. That's kind of the most popular Demon Hunter now um, is the Relics. So people are kind of still creating some boards. Uh, so that Harmonic Pop and some other like single target removal in uh, Control Priest has kind of made Control Priest rise in popularity so that's been really interesting to see as well um that is interesting and i do wonder if like you know the last time we kind of got a meta shift it took a while for things to settle out into like what was the actual popular stuff and it feels like you know when they do a good job of balancing stuff it does take longer for things to settle out to like really figure out what is the most powerful so it'll be interesting to see like how far control priest goes and that's the other thing is like it is dependent on what other people are playing because like if everybody's playing against demon hunter i mean everybody's playing death knight excuse me um then you know if you have a deck that counters that really well then you're going to get much better stats and so you know seeing what then becomes popular to then see what becomes super powerful should be kind of interesting yeah and that's another thing too that's that's really interesting when we talk about like our speculation of how a certain card will perform a certain class will perform what the meta is going to look like when we talk about patch notes or potential changes or when we're evaluating cards like for a mini set or expansions it's all it is is speculation even the pros now the pros might be able to actually kind of get a bit of a better feel than others but there's always going to be cards that even the pros like get wrong on that kind of stuff because of exactly what you're saying, where, you know, in a vacuum, when you look at just a single card, right, or a single class, you're like, this card is so good, or this, this like collection of cards is so good. But then against what is popular in the overall like ladder meta, 
it's not that good, right? Like it, it can't keep up or it just doesn't do enough damage to clear minions or whatever it is where it's like, uh, this actually isn't that good. Um, so that's always very interesting. And I, I do feel like we are kind of seeing that a little bit because I don't know about you, but also I will say I have not seen a single paladin. And when the patch was being talked about last week after the, the cards, you know, the cards uh, got like announced on which ones it was going to be before we knew what was going to change with those cards, people were like, paladin didn't get touched. Paladin's going to be so good. Paladin's going to be at the top. Where's all the paladin? <laughs> like, I haven't seen a Here's single paladin. On the rankings, it's always ranked as super powerful. But not a ton of people are playing it. And it's one of those ones that's really confusing to me because it has been powerful for a while and tends to hover about like most of the like um, types tend to hover around like the tier one or tier two decks. And I feel like I hardly play against them anymore. And so it is kind of weird to me that you're right, even though it is super powerful, it's it's nowhere to be found. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, another thing with... Uh you know, uh, kind of the result of what other decks rise up as we were talking about control priest. Um, sometimes some of those paladin decks can do well versus the control priest, but that also depends on how much removal, if the, if the priest gets all of their removal and just is playing more of like that control deck. Well, if you're able to get a fast start, you probably can beat the priest down as paladin, but you, you know, you have to make sure that you're applying that pressure really early, really fast. If the priest is running a lot of that stuff or uh, removal, maybe you're going to struggle. And so not only just the classes that get changed, but also the kind of classes and, and decks that come around as a result of what's left the meta, those decks rising up now means other decks get worse as a result too. So it's like this, it's this really weird, like pendulum type effect that we see every time uh, we get a, a change. And it's just always fascinating to watch. Um, I'm really curious to kind of see how Paladin shapes up. I think I still, again, we talked about the heroic brawl. I probably will try to run a mech Paladin again, at least for like one heroic brawl run, just to see how it does. Um, and, you know, I'll report back next week and we'll, we'll talk about it maybe. But, you know, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, if people, like, still try to play more Paladin, like, what's happening. I will also say I really didn't see any Druid today. So I don't know if people are, like, still trying other variations of Druid or if, like, Druid just kind of fell off after the uh, Anubricon change. Uh, we didn't mention exactly what that is, but Anubricon went from giving you eight armor and then your next three minions cost armor this turn to five armor and your minions cost three, which the biggest impact there is the uh, under King. That's what it's called, right? I think under King, the six, six with rush uh, that gives you six armor. And then when it dies, it gives you another six armor. Uh, so a Nubricon only giving you five armor means that you don't get to play one of those under Kings for free right away, unless you already had armor. So that was a huge impact as well. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Not I have not played against a single druid since everything came out. And I do feel like that was their main go-to on how to 
when it they definitely needed that combo to pop off and uh when it doesn't (laughs) like that's the hard thing about i imagine balancing like an I guess it drew is not technically like an OTK, but it it was feeling kind of like that, you know, like where they had this one turn where all these things needed to happen yeah. and it just doesn't anymore. So no, yep. you're right. Um yep. so yeah, quite the quite the meta shakeup, but you know, like even more of a shakeup coming here in a week, uh, we think about the mini set. And so we were gonna kind of just like speculate on what we think the mini set will be. Okay, what? Oh, I I have an idea, but do you have any thought? Like, I would like to pitch mine. And I will say, uh, you know, as a creator, I do have inside information on dates and stuff. I will not be revealing any of that because I would like to stay in the creator program. So I'm not going to break NDA. I'm not going to say, like, when uh, everything's coming because I know the dates. But I don't know anything beyond that. Like, I don't know what the mini set theme is or anything. Like, I don't know the cards. I don't know any of that stuff. Uh, some of the bigger creators might have some of that info, but I, I just know dates. So I don't know what the theme is, but I have an idea that I think would be cool. But do you have any ideas? Honestly, I, you know, besides like hoping it sticks to like the overall kind of maybe music adjacent i'm not sure like i if this thing was like a festival a mini set seems more like a concert but that's literally as far as my thoughts got about this okay all right so here's here's my idea so i i do think that it will still fall within the overall like festival of legends theme right so what do you need to be able to be successful if you're a musician, sales, merch, like that kind of stuff, right? So I, I would love to see, I think, if this mini set were like a, like, showdown of which, like, you know, band or which, like, artists could, like, sell the most merch or, like, you know, have the most, like, successful ticket sales, like, or, you know, something like that like i think that'd be really fun and they could do a fun like um i don't know exactly how they would do it but do you remember when they did the uh horde versus alliance like event thing and you picked like if you were horde or alliance i actually don't remember that when was this when you had oh this was for the uh alteric valley expansion um, so you had, so it was fo- really focused on like Horde versus Alliance and, uh, oh gosh, I cannot remember what they even crawled now. I think barely gotten into like, or didn't know a lot about the intricacies of, you know, like all the, all the different stuff that happened. So it's taken me a while to. Yeah, no, that, that's fine. So they did a cool like event type thing during that where you would, you would go and like when you logged in, you got to pick if you were Horde or Alliance. And then based on that, like when you played games and, you know, based on if you won or lost and if you played versus like another person, like it showed like the Horde or Alliance like symbol next to your name in a game and stuff too. And like if you won, you know, you got like extra points for the Horde or Alliance team. And then at the end of it, 
they like totaled for the the what however long they ran it right then they totaled all of the points and whichever faction got the most points then everyone collectively whichever one you picked didn't matter but everyone would get the winners like diamond version of that legendary card so i think it would be cool you know they did the like mini thing uh like the mini event right before the expansion, right? That had the, uh, the rocker Rakara and the, uh, mix queen Ajara like that, you know, and you got to pick which one of the three, if they did something like that and like, but we were like trying to, you know, pick which, uh, you know, which one we wanted, like which theme or which music. And then it was like a showdown of like, who had like the most uh audience cheers or something you know like who could sell the most like food and like tickets for the show and like merch and like it was like a showdown like that i don't know i just think that that would be super fun and they could like incorporate an event into it um and i think that kind of just plays into like the whole like music festival type thing really well Honestly, that sounds like so much fun and it would be fun for them to have, you know, something more interactive than just the theme. Uh, you know, like you were saying, it it had this whole extra component component that was added to it. And, you know, that does seem like a fun thing more than just, um, you know, you, you get to pick and then you guaranteed what's going on rather than like this being influenced by what's actually happening. Oh, gosh, that's like so much better than any idea that I've had for. <laughs> and again, I have no idea. This could to- This is just like my thinking and like my speculation. They might not do anything like this, but uh, I don't know. I just think that that would be super fun or even just like a, you know, I, I don't know, just incorporate something like that. Right. Because I think it was really cool. And I think a lot of players uh, just got kind of excited and like more invested when there was that like horde versus alliance thing you know especially because then like throughout the time right you'd see that like hearthstone would post like uh like updates right and it'd be like oh it's like 51 to 49 like you know will the team that's at 51 like keep their edge or or you know so then you'd have people like who are on let's say if it was like alliance that was winning you'd have the Alliance people who would be like, oh, I got to keep playing even more to like, let us keep our lead, you know? And then you'd have the Horde players who are like, oh, we're so close. Like we got to play more so that we can like catch up, you know, or win more. And like, I don't know. It was just, I think it was a really cool thing. And then, you know, you'd have uh, like, I think when that was happening, like Kat was on the, uh, was on the Alliance and I was Horde. So we had like even an in-podcast little like rivalry, you know, going on, like, I think that was just a really fun thing. And I, I would love to see something like that again. Now with this, I don't know if they would just like pick those same three, you know, like the, the Rakara, Ashara, and uh, it was it Lunara. I was looking, I have the posters from the creator uh, box that they sent, uh, hung them on my walls. I was like, wait, which ones are they? Uh, you know, maybe they could just run those three again and then just have people pick between the three. Um, because probably trying to make like, like an 11 way split would be a bit too complicated, <laughs> but they could just Entirely bring those three much. back. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that could be a cool way for people to earn like one of the other two portraits. I know they had them for sale, but like maybe just, you know, have 
one of the other portraits up for grabs or something or you know I don't know I just I, I think that that would be really fun and when I also think of like concerts and, and stuff like that I think of I think of food I think of the the t-shirts to like you know represent the bands that you're going to see you know people love that kind of merch stuff and and the food or the drinks or whatever when you're there like that's kind of the other thing that pairs with just a concert and the music itself yeah honestly that sounds like so much fun and it would be fun to have like all this accessory things because you know like we you know I was thinking like okay when you have a concert you have like all the texts that go into it but we kind of got some of that in like the main release and so having this extra component that is you know right like a big factor of like the merch and stuff um being a kind of semi-competitive thing you know um, like a fun competitive thing rather than like a serious competitive thing um it really does sound like a good time. All right, that would be fun. I like it. I hope to see it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I have no idea what they would name the mini set if they did that. Like, but I'm not good at naming stuff, so I'll just leave that to them. <laughs> That's their job. They can figure out the good, good names. Um, no, honestly, I love it. Uh, but then kind of like, you know, as far as theme we've kind of talked about that but what do you want to see happen like as far as like what types of cards you want to see in the mini set that is a really good one um I would like to see additional support for like the opposite of what we have right now if <laughs> that probably doesn't make sense so like okay let's say uh like druid we talked about druid right kind of has that big like otk the like you play a nubricon and it's kind of been playing a nubricon and like ramp stuff for a while now um but we haven't really had aggro druid or like token druid kind of for a while so i would love to see a couple more things that like maybe give a little bit more support to like a more undead druid you know or undead aggro druid kind of thing especially undead stuff because they tried to put that in and like it druid just really has not used undead stuff <laughs> so I think something like that, um, adding in, I, I personally would love to see still a little bit more, uh, um, overload stuff for shaman. Cause I think some of those overload things and they even buffed some of the stuff, some of that would be really cool to see. Um, so those are kind of the things that, like first come to my mind as like, those are the kind of things that I, I would like to see come out of the mini set. I'm kind you? of buffing the like secondary kind of yeah, um, uh, I don't know, decks yeah, for like, each class. Yeah, the archetypes that we, especially the ones that we haven't really seen for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if because with the mini set, right, each class is only going to get what like three cards or something. It'll be like three cards for each class, and then like five neutrals or something. So it's not going to be a lot of cards. So if those cards are going to be played or kind of help with an archetype, I mean, they're going to have to be somewhat good. Uh, but those are the kind of things that I would love to see. I like yours for like an overall thing. I guess my requests are more specific in nature. Um, I loved bouncing back between like mage and shaman as far as like the main decks that I play. And I feel like mage hasn't been like able to be my go-to for a while. So I'd love to see, uh, more support for mage, particularly like mech mage was so close to being like amazing again and it just couldn't quite keep up. So if there's some sort of support there for that, 
honestly, that would be phenomenal for me. Like, I would, I would love that. Any mechs, honestly. Like, they brought back mech stuff and the magnetized with the core set, right? So, like, bring us the mechs and anything. Like, come on. Yeah. I agree. Just any any sort of, like, strong mech to where, uh, you know, these different various mech decks can be can uh, be really great. But the concern is, like, you'd have to probably make them class-based because paladin mech, that still kills people pretty well. Whereas, like, mech mage, maybe not so much. So <laughs> you can't exactly just go dropping mechs in neutral and ha- hope to have it be some sort of balanced outcome yeah yeah that's that's true um yeah it'd be kind of interesting to see also like if they do something like that okay talking about let's say the um like mechs and magnetize they would have to probably not put the keyword magnetize on these new mechs right because the core set cards they're really probably only planning on keeping around for a year so if they did put something like that magnetize keyword on a new card that likely means that the whole magnetize package in the core set would stick around this year and next year and i don't know if they want to do that so it's also kind of interesting to look at like they added in tradable as a keyword that's like permanent now so i suspect that they'll probably lean towards more keywords like those and not add in like magnetize stuff um but that could be really cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's like another tradable card, um, which could be really cool. I think the uh, that Proto Drake, the neutral 8-8, like the 8-mana eight 8-8 eight, eight, tradable, and then finale, like destroy a random enemy minion. We talked about that during the expansion reveal. And it's like, that card just seems so cool. It's just like such solid of a card. And it has seen no play. And it makes me so sad. I'm like, ah, I think that would just be a cool card. And then we saw in the most recent patch, they added tradable to the uh, 4-4 that removes the location. So it's like, okay, maybe they're trying to do some more tradable stuff. So I think tradable is a really cool thing. And I feel like we've seen less of it, honestly, uh, than we did before. So I would like to see another tradable card or two. Um, No, I think that could be something I I would really like to see. Yeah, honestly, that does sound nice. I do also like the tradable mechanic. Um, I do think you're right about some of these super powerful cards that we saw, you know, and we're excited about, unfortunately, because they didn't fit in with what other stuff is working. They just never saw play. So we have these like super powerful pieces that are just like sitting on the sidelines, not doing anything. Um, But I think tradable is such a good mechanic because it allows you to do it. It offers you a lot of options, you know, like it's essentially like, okay, you don't want to play that now. It's a draw a different card. Um, And, you know, most of the spells that it has pretty like decent. So I like that idea. So you're hoping to see more more tradable cards being input. Yeah. And and especially with the mini set, right? So there's only like three cards per class and then like five neutrals or something. Um, I think that math works out three times 1133. And then, nope, it's more than that, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> is it 40 cards? Well, I I think it used to be 30. 
it was 30 something and now isn't it like 40 something i don't know see i don't even know this that's terrible oh gosh i don't remember I, yeah i know so yeah it's only a few cards per class uh anyways so that's but so like i don't need you know i don't need like half the cards to have tradable i think just like two total for like the mini set just like two tradable cards probably seems like a good um like percentage of the cards um so yeah i don't know i i think also i still want death rattle druid to be a cool thing so if we get like one more card that helps death rattle druid i would love that Heck yeah. I love your support of like the secondary meta kind of yeah. <laughs> decks and therefore like wanting to see them do better. You can't just have like one one type of uh, deck doing well per class. We need all of these to kind of be neck and neck with each other. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. I love it. Um, do we want to move on to this week's poll question? Yeah, so, you know, we're talking about uh, the mini sets. We've already kind of asked you some questions about the Heroic Brawl, and a lot of you said that you weren't going to be really participating in the Heroic Brawl, you're just not really interested in it, and maybe some people also don't really want to play the Heroic Brawl because there's always that, you know, kind of the lining up of Heroic Brawl and then mini set drop. A lot of people want to save their gold. So... That kind of got us thinking, well, how many of you are planning on getting your your mini sets, you know, with the different ways? So how are you planning on getting the mini set? We want to know. Are you going to use in-game gold? Are you just going to purchase it with money? Or are you going to open packs to get those cards? Uh, let us know, and we will talk about the results on next week's show. Awesome. So you can find Dr. 3 on Twitter at... Dr. 3 HS. You can email us at Dr. 3 HS at gmail.com. And you can also join our Discord um, from our top pinned tweet. And then, Dragon Rider, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K, and Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, and then, of course, every week talking all about all of these card games, as you kind of heard me do a little bit in this episode. Uh, but we go even more in depth into those things because I love card games uh, over at the TCCG Roundtable every week with my good buddy, Ron Mexico. I love it. All right. You can also find Cat at Alkaline Cat underscore Cat on Twitter and Alkaline Cat on Twitch. Uh, you can find me, Smarms, at Send Me Your Arms at both Twitter and Twitch, and you can also find me weekly on Blizzlet. You've been listening to Doctor Three. All right, let's see what this new mini set's gonna be. Is it gonna be selling merch? Is it gonna be food related? Is there gonna be cake? Boom. <laughs>